What's going on, everyone? And welcome to episode 155 of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley of Wiley's Scale Modeling. So, before we get to our guest, which I know you guys are all excited about, because um, we, we do do a sneak peek like preview for our uh, listeners group at over at the Overtime at the Bench listeners group, um, but... Uh, if you know, if you're in that group, you already know who we're talking about. He's on the line. He's waiting. He's tapping his toes, waiting for us to introduce him here. Um, but we have a couple of announcements. First, this week, uh, we're, my dad and I are working on refining our YouTube video issues. So it's going to be a straight up audio podcast. It'll still be available on YouTube, but it's just audio with a graphic. So bear with right. us. Give us a week. We'll be back on YouTube here in, in no time. Second, so we're sparing your. We're sparing. Yeah, you guys don't have to stare at our, our ugly, ugly mugs, face. our ugly mugs for another week. <laughs> but um, you know, and for Thanksgiving time, we don't want anyone to get disgusted by our faces. So, yeah. all right. Uh, next up, though, we do have a bullhorn announcement this week. Our bullhorn section, if anyone's not familiar with it, is a um, you know manufacturer announcement. Um, you know, no, there's nothing ties, no ties to it. We don't. This isn't an affiliate announcement or anything, but it is. Uh, an announcement of a new kit or new product from a manufacturer. And this one is from Mind Mount Models. And it's, I'm partial to the name because I think it's a pretty cool name. But it's uh, Wiley's Good Times Tavern from Mind Mount Models. Um, real quick, it's a, the Wiley's Good Times Tavern is a local hotspot for nightly entertainment in the town. Old man Wiley, I think he was talking about you, Dad. I think so. Bartended many of his friends' parties after seeing a lack of locally owned bars in his town. And he's making a dig at our layout because there's 6,000 bars. Um, <laughs> but it's a pretty awesome looking kit. It's very unique. I've never seen one like that. It's a very it's a mixed medium kit. You got some stucco and some clapboard siding. Um, yeah. It's pretty it's, awesome. It's really, it's really cool. There's a detail on it. <coughs> Pardon me. There's a detail on it. It has a uh, laser-cutted um, W wrought iron yeah, sign. Wrought iron sign that hangs down over the front of the rest- opening of the restaurant, and it has a W built into it. Really cool. Some some of the posters and graphics that go onto the, or signs that go onto the actual building um, have some things representing, but the podcast and, and the listeners uh, and and the, yeah, the listeners, and then of course uh, Sculpey the Seagull. <laughs> And uh, so, you know, it's 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 definitely a really well put together kit. And I love it. You guys got to go check it out. And if you want to talk to your wife about ordering one for it's a perfect your, Christmas your girl gift. or your husband ordering you one for Christmas. And, you know, that's the thing to do. So, um, yeah, thanks a lot, Ron. We were honored that you that you named one after us and and we appreciate that. So, so um, you can the the link is in the show description. You guys can go there and check it out. Um, again, it's just a free announcement from our manufacturers, and uh, that's a pretty awesome one. So mm-hmm. we've kept them holding long enough, and uh, <laughs> surprise is still hanging here with us. I want to announce our listener for the week is Bruce Nickerson. So welcome on, Bruce. Thanks for joining us again this week. From the well, thank you. Bottle yeah, thank you. Yes. Yeah, from, thanks for having us. <laughs> so it's been quite a while since we've had you on, and I'm sure you have some updates. It's been a couple of years, actually. So now we've seen him. We've seen. Yeah, we've talked with you in the past at the shows and things. But but uh, we, you know, it's great to have you back on, man. It's been a long time. Thank you. Thank you. 
So, to be here. so what have you been up to these last, uh, you know, since we had you on last? I know you've talked with us and, and given us some updates. So, where, what's up with Mind Mount in the last? I mean, I'm sorry, I just got done talking about Mind Mount. What's up with Seaport Model Works in the last couple, uh, you know, <laughs> years since we had you on? Uh, we've, you know, it's been a great, it's been a great couple of years. We've, we've, uh, we've been having fun first, and uh, we've been, uh, we've come out with some kits that we never, that I never dreamed we would. We came out with a uh, shrimp boat, and we came out with a, a very contemporary Western dragger. Uh, those two kits were uh, one. You know, they were just kits that we, we I never dreamed we could do, and we did them, and they were they were tremendously successful kits. And uh, it took us a long time to get them ready, and you know, it went, we went through the usual two-year development stage, mm-hmm. and, and uh, one of them is totally in resin. The other one is a combination of resin and laser-cut wood. But those those two are probably the, I think, the best additions that we've made in a long time. And for, for the, you know, the, and for our listeners who aren't maybe you know maybe they've not listened to our, our first podcast with you, a lot of your or a lot of or most of your boats are from originals, correct? Yeah, they are. If they're, if they're not a specific boat, but that was a, a shrimp boat. Well, there's there's thousands and thousands of shrimp boats. Right. So, you know, we picked we picked a design uh, from South Carolina and built that one. Mm-hmm. You know, but and uh, but a lot of the boats are very specific to a specific name boat uh, that we you know we've done. In other words. Uh, we go to Maine, we see a boat in the water, we take a lot of pictures, it's called a Lara B. We go home and make a kit, and it's a kit of the Lara B. Nice. So it has a very very, this, you know, very definite prototype that we're working from. We have to be careful there because now we have to be really careful about how we do it, the detail, and so on and so forth. Sometimes it's easier just to say, I'm going to build a fishing boat, you know, a lobster boat. Yeah. Uh, it's easier for us rather than saying, I'm going to build a lobster boat you know, Joanne D. That's that's different. So, and I and I don't think it matters because most of the most of the folks that buy the kits, they put their own names on them. Oh yeah. So, yeah, but uh, it's been exciting. Then, then we took a complete, you know, 180 about six months ago, and I built up a uh, a 31 foot tugboat, and it's actually like a four piece kit. And uh, it's we it's we really... saw we have one. <laughs> thank you. And, oh yeah, great. Yeah, uh, yeah. You so I I ordered some stuff from you the other week, and um, the the Miss Miss how do you say that Miss Billion Lighthouse Miss Billion Lighthouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I ordered Miss Billion Lighthouse, and then of course uh, we got one of those uh, those new tugs, and uh, yeah, yeah, and it's it's pretty cool. Now that's new, right? That's brand new. We just we just released that. Did you open the box yet? We did. I, I, I gave it to Brett to build. Well, when my dad, well, did you build it? I, I just got it the other day, but um, <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it only takes about four hours to build it, Brett. Nice. Well, well, I will tell you, my dad and I were working down here in the workshop on Sunday, um, yeah. and he brought it down. Uh, we did do a little bit of a you know an unopening at my workbench here and checked out all the parts. It's a pretty clean resin kit it's pretty you know there's not much there's i mean you have some detail parts you threw in but there's not a lot of um you get a lot of stuff but it's not a lot of a million little pieces you know right right yeah yeah it's a very detailed built 
Yeah, what what I did there was uh, normally when you build, when I design the kits, I design for say a pilot house. I'll design four walls and a roof, and then the deck house would be four walls and a roof, and so on and so forth. So you, the house are normally solid or a shell, a, a shell, but the but the rest of the kits are normally built, you know, like I just said. This kit, and so you're going to get a four walls. You got to glue them together. This kit's different. I took the four walls, put them together, made a mold, and poured the four walls all assembled. Nice. Right. This this takes a lot of time out of assembly. Same thing with the pilot house. Uh, it's so I I I don't know what you're related to. Is it you know Legos in maritime? <laughs> I don't know. You know. <laughs> yeah, but once it's assembled, yeah, you can't it, tell. It, the, it's, not, it's not a toy, man. It looks nice. Once it's assembled, it looks just as awesome as the other all the other kits you have. It's it, you know right. you can't tell the difference. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and 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 the and the you know we're able to keep the price down. Uh, That's the main the thing. Difference in yeah, you know, you I think that kit sells for what forty nine dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's forty nine dollars. And uh, that kit, if I had done it in pots, all the and had to mold and assemble, you know, and gather and trim all the individual parts, that kit would have been a seventy nine dollar kit. Right. So. Yeah, so that's uh, that's you know that's the advantage to it, but price wise, but like you say, I do feel uh, it, it opens it opens up model boating to about anybody now, right. because it's not it's a now it's now a case of can you finish it, can you prime it, can you paint it, can you can you put the weathering to it, and I think it's a great little starter kit for anybody, oh. and but it's got applications for a guy that's modeled for a long time as well. Sure, I so, mean. That's that's really cool now. I yeah, I just got I just got the the kit out actually, um, yeah. just to count the pieces and detail parts excluded. I'm, I'm not counting the detail parts. The entire body is one, two, three, four, five pieces. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. I you know. I can't believe I did it. You know, because I like all, <laughs> I like all them pieces when I'm molding. You know, all the thirty-five oh, yeah. pieces, and I, that's, that makes me feel like I'm doing something. <laughs> right, <laughs> but, right. But 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 that kit was fun. That really was a lot of fun doing it, and no. that was no, I was a little I'm, bit. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was a little no, bit you're nervous. The, you're the I was you're a little the bit. I'm talking over you. I'm sorry. All right. I was. Yeah, that's right. I was, I was a little nervous about molding it because. Uh, and when you do, even though it's a small mold, when you're doing a mold and you're doing a, a like a four wall assembly like that, you're apt right. to get a lot of air in there. It's tough to get the air out mm-hmm. sure. without without putting it in a vacuum machine. And once you start putting stuff in a vacuum machine after you pour it, your costs go up, and it's you know then it's then it's, you might as well just make the pieces. Right. So so we were you know I I think my fallout rate on that is probably about maybe eight percent. Wow, after nice. molding, yeah, that's good. That's good. So, and uh, and it it actually is a boat that is used and and still is used today in many many harbors. It's only thirty one feet, but you you can find photos of them actively working today, moving around small barges, uh, doing you know doing delivery work and so on and so forth. So it's not a toy; it right. is a working tug, and. Uh, so we're pretty proud of that little baby. So we call it the cool. mighty little tug. Yeah. I have yeah. the I have the uh, 53 foot harbor steam tug in the box here. It's about three quarters. Well, maybe halfway done. Um, yeah. 
I had some other projects. So I had to kind of, I worked on it, and then I didn't quite get it done. And that's and, and it's just in contrast, it's a little different because there's a lot of parts to that. And then, of course, you have your um, the actual cabin itself is made of brass. So That's right. it's a little trickier to work than an already cast piece. That's I mean, right. That's unless right. I had to bend it, and uh, and then of course I had some painting issues with it because I got a little careless, but I fixed it up. Now I'm ready to start. Um, I had to find a different um, kind of glue. I was using I was using the uh, the tough part on that one is gluing the. The roofs on those on that cabin cruise on the on the on the, on the, on the, on the deck on, house. Yeah, on the deck, on the house. deck house. Yeah, yeah, and, not the pilot house. Yeah, right. Uh, okay, the deck house. I'm sorry. Yes, the deck house. Yep. And getting those roofs down, um, I had, I had like CA glue, but I didn't have yep. very good CA glue. And then since right. then, I went out and I purchased some of the better um, stuff from Bob Smith Industries. Uh, it's yeah. a little little better, and I also got some of the um stuff to cure it right away i guess it's the the insecure yeah 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 and that really really is going to help me when i go to put this on because that was the key because it wasn't that i i would go to put one side down and the other side was lifted up and and so now now i'm ready to rock i want to build that boat bad so right one way that one thing you could do with a you're going to have the same problem, believe it or not, when you do this little tug I just gave you that you just got. Um, because when you put that deck house roof on, you get there's a roll to the top of that, the walls. You see that? Yeah. In other words, it's not a flat roof. There's a roll on it. Yeah. And you're going to have you're going to have the same problem. So what, what I recommend people do, and I think I put it in the directions of that of this little kit, is just take a file and go and turn the turn the roof over. And just take a file and just file a slot in the center of that roof on the underside of it. Hmm. So, so, you, so, you, so you're taking some meat out. Yeah. Are, are yeah. You, you could do the same thing with a number 11 razor blade and do a V. Just do a right. V cut. Right. Uh, and that makes all the difference in the world. Uh, we, we obviously can't do that in manufacturing because these, these are what open poured molds. So we yeah. can only finish one side. Uh, Right. But uh, but I, that's what I would recommend. Uh, the other thing is is clamping. Whenever right. I, I that little that little tug you're building a 53 footer, I think I probably built 50 of those because <laughs> I have because there were so many people wanted them wanted me to build them for them, you know. Mm-hmm. And I got used to doing it. I use clamps and clamps work pretty good too. Yeah, I but, I, I I decide I'm going to use clamps for sure. Definitely. Yeah. But. Right. 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 But you get a, you know, the reason that roof is so thick mm-hmm. is because the guy doing the pouring didn't didn't do a good job. I mean, <laughs> let's face it. I mean, <laughs> I, I I I have that feeling that we should give people more resin than they need, and you know. So. <laughs> well, but it, uh, just that you me- that you mentioned that I did I did exactly what you said. I I thinned it out underneath with a vial, and yeah, uh, so it's going to make it work pretty good. Absolutely. Um, that's a, great. Yeah, so. that's great. Good. And then good. I also have on hand here, I also have the uh, that 34-foot uh, lobster boat that I have to build as well. So um, yep. I need to jump on this stuff. You'll be busy. Yeah, definitely. Yes. 
especially now yeah, our, that, our harbor is getting pretty big. So yeah, yeah, that that little lobster boat, you know, you got to have nimble fingers with it. It's yeah, you know, just uh, the only thing about that that I would advise is uh, the only problem I think anybody might have is when they're putting the roof on the cockpit. Mm-hmm. Just make sure that roof design it when you when you're gluing stuff together. Make sure that the the the, the three wall the, the front window and the port and starboard walls are not on an angle going down in the in the aft that oh. they're flat because uh, that's the only thing you to be careful of that you want when when that is done you want that roof right to be in line with the with, with you, you know you don't want it leaning down on the back. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's the only thing that I that, that that's the only part of that kit that you know that I ever had trouble with. Right. Um, right. We thought about doing that with laser, you know, laser cutting, you know, laser cut wood, but I'm, right. I haven't done it. I think <laughs> I, I, you know, we we are taking a lot of the kits now. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons we haven't come out with a lot of new kits is we've been spending a lot of time rebuilding some of our older kits into resin hulls. Ah. And laser cut superstructures. Yeah, um, and I'm not sure it's a good investment, but we're going <laughs> to find out over a period of time. There's only one way to know. Uh, yeah, now, right. We did. We did the Tug Exeter. Tug Exeter was a was a very very famous kit. Yeah. We bought the rights of that from Crow River many 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 years ago, and we redid it, and we did it in resin, and we just now released it in laser cut wood superstructure. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a magnificent kit. It just and it's so easy to assemble. Nice. Is that, uh, the resin. Is that Chesapeake Bay skip jackets on your site? Is that a uh, is that a newer kit that you've done? No, that that kit is not mine. That kit oh, okay. belongs to uh, Jeff Groves at, at uh, Carolina Craftsman's. Kit. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, I just I just now saw it. I never recognized that one before on your site. So yeah. I, well, and yeah. I and I know you. I know from talking with you in the past, uh, you do team up with a couple other manufacturers, which is pretty cool too. Yeah, we we do uh, Sylvan out of Canada. Uh, you know, we we love selling his products, his 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 boats. That they're they're a, they're a fine line of boats. There's no question about it. Mm-hmm. Totally totally different than what we do in terms of what he's making and then the the process he's using. Uh, he right. does a great job, and we're very proud to be able to, to sell them for him. He's coming out with, by the way, uh, people want to keep their eyes and eyes open. And I don't, it's going to be a big investment, but he's coming out with a, uh, I think it's 39-inch long uh, container ship. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, if you go on if you go on Facebook or even, yeah, I think Facebook, you'll, you'll see some postings that he's just put the, he's, I think yesterday he put the, uh, the lettering on one on the on the port side of it, and he's about ready to release it. So we're excited. I, I think it's going to be somewhere, you know, less than like from what I can figure, it's going to be somewhere less than five hundred dollars for the kit. But nice. uh, it's going to be a beautiful kit. Oh so yeah, thirty nine inches. Wow. I don't think we have a wharf big enough for that one, Dad. We don't. We don't, <laughs> we don't have room for that. Plus, we we model kind of an older era. But um, that's yeah. Well, Bruce, yeah. Bruce isn't really. Um, I don't know if he's. Have you cued into the expansion of our water scene? Have you been? Has my dad told you about that? I, you know, I've been following you guys on Facebook. Okay. Okay. All right, and I and I, you know, I I don't stop and read every time I see something, <laughs> but I but I 
you know, I just don't have time. You, yeah. No, none of us do, but... We lose but, our minds. <laughs> yeah, but I know you've been working on a waterfront project. I know that. Yeah, yeah. so we, we, when we when we first talked with you, we had a yep. small, maybe uh, 12 inch wide by maybe 28, 30 inches deep, like wharf, like a, like a little harbor. It's, it's sure. the, the pictures of it are on your gallery. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And, and we started with that and then, um, yeah. you know, like everyone else in their madman crazed minds with a layout, you add a little more and you add a little more and you add a little more here. Uh, so yeah, then, yeah. so then we added, Seven inches to the front of the layout, which included a little bit of like a shoreline, like a rock face, and yep. water. And that yep. goes – so now we have the wharf that we originally started with and then water – a waterfront that goes the entire length of the layout for 17 feet straight down. Ah, great. And it's not it's not <laughs> deep. I think at the widest it might be five inches and there's areas that dip in and out from there. It's, a, it's just a, right. a, a shallow shoreline. Yeah, but then on the, the shoreline of the Chesapeake. But then on the southern end, on the southern end of our layout, we have a second, like almost like a bay or a, another wharf area, and then another inlet. So uh, yeah. we've we've expanded our layout. The amount of waterfront on our layout we've expanded by about a thousand percent. <laughs> I just I'm, sad, I'm just so happy to hear that. I, just, I promote that all the time. All it takes is three inches along the side of your layout. You yep. did it. It, it made a it, huge you know, difference. Yeah, and it's oh, not. Yeah. Awesome. There's some areas where it's pretty thin. You know, it might be only three inches, like you said. And then there's other areas where it goes. Actually, on the southern end of our city, it goes the whole way. It's the whole way across. It's from front to back of the layout. It's all water. Yeah. Wow! So it's yeah. it's almost water 360 around. And, and speaking of which, I'm looking at his website right now, Brett. Did you see that on the front page has this thing called the Breakwater Wall? Yes. Oh yeah, and, yeah that's a brand yeah. new release. Oh, those are cool. Now, do you make those? Yeah, I designed that. I, I I'm doing a new six foot show diorama. Yeah. And uh, that's so I, I crusty looking. Breakwaters. And uh, so I'm doing, I'm doing, I started with that one. I'm working on one right now, which is more, uh, more granite with uh, brick laid posts. Right. A uh, little bit more formal than what you've got there. That's, that's, that is a typical main coast breakwater. Yeah. That's and crusty looking. What you, yeah. <laughs> what you would, what you might see in front of that, I mean, up, up, up above on the, on the ground. Mm-hmm. As you might see, uh, fishing cottages. Okay, okay. and yep. and uh, as a matter of fact, that's where I got the idea to do that specific that specific layout. Ooh. That there's a there's an there's an area I got the photograph of the area, and it's uh-huh. it's got the piping coming out, and the and the vertical posts going down, and the horizontal so beams, cool. and yeah. And you yeah, get three pieces for twelve ninety five. Yeah, that's a good price, right? That's a super price. <laughs> that's a super price for that yeah, kind of but detail. You know, yeah, yeah, that's that's a nice one. That's what? a good price, but and you get three walls. Uh, yeah, you get you get three walls, but they, they're contiguous. In other words, when you put them together, they if you put those three together the the, the proper way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like the horizontal uh, timbers will connect. Nice. 
and the, the red brick will connect, and the, and the stone will connect. So it'll look like it's all contiguous. Oh, that's so cool. Or you can use them, you know, individually as you as you see them. And it but, gives you uh, two you can, foot of wall. Yeah, yeah, you get, oh, wow. you're getting a good, yeah. But that, but that's what you need, you know. You right. you need to have. You, you, so many times uh, uh, we're tempted to just repeat over and over and over on our waterfront walls because mm-hmm. it's you know nobody really sees it. I guess maybe. Yeah. But. Uh, but I don't know. I I spent a lot of time up in Portland, Maine, and up through the Maine coast looking at walls, and they're all different. Yeah. Uh, and one of the interesting about a lot of these walls is that you can tell that they're built over a period of years. Right. Originally, it was a, a you know like a granite base, and then they added something on top of that. Then they added on top of that. They added on top of that. Uh, sometimes as much as six or eight feet from the original from the original uh, height. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if you want to be prototypically correct, then that's how you want to build a breakwater wall. It's awesome. I mean, I, yeah. I really love it. I'm probably going to have to order some of them. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. Listen, just, you, you know, I'm just, you guys are going to need a lot of boats for that, 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 that waterfront of yours there. <laughs> yeah, the Kenya. Well, you we're might be able to keep me in business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a lighthouse on the one end that I had already built some time ago. And then, of yep. course, I wanted another lighthouse for the far end, which is yep. the uh, Miss Pillion Lighthouse, because I, I yep. loved it. It was unique, and I was like, ah, oh, that, that is such a cool structure. So uh, outside, of, outside of the boats, which we're going to go back to, um, but the other thing is, is your structures. Um, so this lighthouse is just – it's really cool. I love it because it also has a history. Which it also yeah. includes uh, on your website. You have a, a whole story of the history of that lighthouse, which is that's awesome. Right. And, yeah, that 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 there was two of them um, at the opening, you know, to the harbor, and I don't know what happened to the first one, but this one is now a residence. It's turned into a residence. Okay. Uh, yeah, this particular this this particular one here. Gotcha. I think there's a photo, there's a photograph in the website of the residence. Yeah, is there is mm-hmm. a there is a picture in there of the residence. Yep. But uh, well, we're not going to yeah. use it as a picture of the residence. We're going we're going to make a lighthouse out of it. And it's cool that you mentioned that there are two at the entrance at Harvard. There are two lighthouses because we have the other one I bought from Hal Reynolds at the show. Uh, called the Dog Bar Lighthouse. That's and right. Brett built that one. Yeah. So we're going to put both of them on the one end of the harbor, and then we have the other lighthouse at the far end. So that'll yeah, be yeah. really cool. That's uh, right. Yeah, I sell that Dog Bar for, you know, if that hell comes out with. I, I sell a lot of those. That's a nice kit. It's a cool yeah, little lighthouse. on the site, too. That's on the site as well. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I, I carry I, whatever Hal comes out with that, that I think goes with my line. And if he'll sell it to me, I'll carry it because he's got he's a good man and he's got a good product there. <laughs> yeah. And, well, uh, like I said, it'll be you telling that story of having two lighthouses in the same harbor. We were debating whether the yep. where you would whether you would find two because we wanted to keep both this one the you know the Miss Pillion. And then, of course, the dog bar, we wanted to kind of put them both in the same end, in the same harbor. Right. So right. now we can. Right. That's right. That's right. Uh, did, did you fellas see the uh, Barrett's Fish House that, that uh, 
Oh my God! I was going to talk to you about that. That is some. That's insane. I love it. I yeah. absolutely love yeah. that thing. Gorgeous. Yeah. Who it's, designed that? Was that you or Dave Frere? Yes, or? me. No, that, that was you? me. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's mine, and uh, it's that thing has got more castings in it, and more does that, small parts, and does that come with the little boat? Yeah, it comes with a boat. It comes with the truck. Oh wow! Uh, so so wait wait. Reef, Let's pause. It's not Let's, a truck. It's a reefer. Let's yeah, pause a for a second. So this is yeah. one of the few kits that when you see the picture of the kit, you get yeah. almost everything that's in it. Yeah, you do. As a matter of fact, you see the. Uh, you see the stone? Yeah. I, 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 I'm pretty sure that uh, the breakwater wall, let me see, I'm pretty sure the breakwater wall, on my memory, yeah, parts of the breakwater wall come with the kit. Nice. Yeah. But the parts, the parts that go under the under the dock area, there is breakwater wall. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so you've got every, you get the dock, you get the post. Those docks are all pre-molded. Oh, man. The, the flats yeah. and uh and the uh yeah then the posts and the cross beams you add it's got a it's got a form of tissue uh crane on there uh i think it's a, i think i changed it a little bit uh barrels doors it's got everything it's got that is super yeah, cool to have all that in that and i just a great price point i just love it because normally when you see a building or a kit like that Mm-hmm. There's a disclaimer. It says like you know vehicles and boat not or you know yeah. vehicles not included, but you get it all. No, you get it all. As a matter of <laughs> fact, she says Barrett's Fish Market on the side of the reefer. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's in there too. Uh, oh, you throw in the truck as well. Yeah, yeah. You just said oh, yeah, that. Yeah, the truck goes with oh, it. My yeah, the reefer I goes with it. Another one. <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah, that's an yeah. awesome uh, little build. Yeah. Yeah, again, again, you know what, what, what? I think the thing is, is that I, I just enjoy designing them, and I'm, you know, I'm not saying that I'm, that I'm as good as the best out there, because it doesn't matter to me. I just like do what I really feel the waterfront looks like in reality. Yeah. And I think when, when you do that, you know, you're going to get something good out of it. It might not be the best model in the world, but it's going to be decent. Yeah, but it's, so you got to enjoy it, right? Don't do it. To, don't do it for volume. Do it because you enjoy it. You right. can you can tell you enjoy it by the quality of the build. You know, for most people, when they put their heart into it, you can tell that they just yeah. enjoy doing it, and and it, it increases yeah. the quality. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm talking about, exactly. Yeah, uh, that little that little boat is cute. I sell that alone. The trucks get sold alone too, if you want to buy it. You know, uh-huh. but that does come with the kit. But I mean, you sure. can. That little that little is a little lobster a little lobster launch. That's a great little kit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it sells for, but I forget the price. But it can't be too much. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I gotta tell you, it, it's it's it's. I love it. It's it's all white. I mean, so when you people get online, you go to check this out. You know, check out this. It's a. Uh, it's the market. B one o three. Glassman. Yeah. Yeah, Market Craftsman Laser Kit. It's the, I guess it's the, um, it's Barrett's Fish Market. And uh, it is super cool. Usually when you see an all white structure, you want to see it and you see it and you're like, oh, wow. It's, you know, you see people do a white structure and they weather the hell out of it. And this one isn't. 
and it and it and it doesn't. I wouldn't want to. I would want no, but just the, like that. You know, but the pier pilings are weathered. They yeah, got yeah, barnacles yeah. on them. The structure yeah. itself. The structure itself has that white, crisp, clean look that actually complements the entire model. The way the way right. it's, I love it. I just think right. it, it was geniusly right. built. So. Well, that uh, it's named after. I named this kid after George Barrett. You know George Barrett from Sheep yes. Models, and yep. uh, you know I think that's the way George Barrett would have kept the building, and right. he owned it. So, because uh, uh, I think George kind of smiled when he looked at it. You know, he's <laughs> 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 that's so cool. But well, uh, that's really neat. And what's neat about your structures, since we're on that, and um, let me go bounce back here. And you can see it when you go to your main front page, or it says or our newest products. Um, you have some structures that you would find along any coastal town that aren't really necessarily, um, what will we say? They're not necessarily uh, uh, waterfront buildings. No, they they can be used for either. You can use them in a yeah. town, but you, they yeah. are. But if you go to any town, like like if you go to coastal Maryland, okay, yep. along the Chesapeake Bay region down there in Annapolis and just beyond that out there, yep. uh, on some yep. of those little island areas where they have fishing inlets and such, you will right. find these same white painted structures. So you have the classic yep. post-1850 New England farmhouse, but yep. you have the carriage house, you have uh, a connected house here as well. Um, there's a firehouse, and you know it doesn't have to be a firehouse. That could be that's anything. right. And that's right. And, but all these are like your white structures. Another cool one that you see a lot, a lot of along a lot of uh, towns on uh, anywhere on the coast would be the house at 16 Elm Street that you have. Right. I mean, these right. are all what you would find in some of those little fishing towns. Exactly. It's perfect because nobody else. Nobody else, Bruce, handles all these types of kits like this. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. We try to bring them all together. These a lot of these particular kits here do belong. I sell for Mount Blue, and the okay. reason we have we, the reason we took the line is because everything you just said is exactly why I took the line on. Uh, so, uh, it, Mount Blue was out of South Cava, Mass. This this these kits are super. Herb in assembly. I mean, they are they are the they are state of the art kits. Right. And his design is exactly what we want. Uh, you know, we so we did not design these. These are designed by Mount Blue. Right. And and uh, we just we're very pleased to carry them. The, the other kits are you know like the Barrett's Market. I designed that. And, yeah. Uh, but, but these particular ones we didn't. So I'd like and to say I designed them, but they yeah, have great, great little job. price points. They're great little yeah. price points. They're not overly expensive. They're fifteen dollars, thirty for one here. This one thirty-seven. Yeah. I mean, they're not really overly priced, but what they are. And Brett and I were talking about this uh, over the last month. Um, we have a lot of city structures and things like that, but we don't have a lot of places in this town for people to live, except on the second story of these of these city structures, where. Yep. Yep. When we get outside of our city and more c towards our water area, these are the kind of structures that I would like to kind of see on some of the waterfront area. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Right. Right? Aren't they cool? Yeah, they're awesome. They're 
they're uh, perfect little you know waterfront additions. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, yeah, I think the one that the sleeper is uh, is one in there called B one fourteen. It's it's a it's a lobster shack on dock. Okay, um, looking here. B one fourteen. That's that right there is an awesome little kit. The the walls on that are very 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 thin. They have breaks in them. The boards. There's oh yeah. Between the boards, um, you can see through the walls. Oh yeah, I've seen uh, that one. Uh, you've had that one yeah. out for a little while. Um, it's been out for it's been out for a couple of years anyway, right? I think two two years ago, I think we yeah, released you it. it yeah, and actually, show. the roof. The, I remember seeing that the roof, like you you see, if you're looking at the photo, um, you know, if you're listening to podcasts and you went to the site and you found it, the roof has holes in it and the walls have holes in it. That's actually part of the of the kit, if I remember correctly, right? That's the way. That's that's the way you get the kit, right? Yeah. So it's that's already exactly like right. it's weathered before you even paint it. Yeah. Yeah, you don't exactly, exactly. But again, it's it's a very easy. So if you don't know how to do this kind of weathering, this is easy. It's done for you now. All you got to know now is how to paint it and finish it. That's a if, yeah. if you don't, you know. So uh, anyway, I just think that's a little bit of a sleeper. We saw a few of them, but I it could be that the price maybe the price is a little bit prohibitive. But there's a lot in that kit. Just just in castings alone, there's a lot in that kit. Yeah. No. It, you're, anyway, I just thought I'd. You're right, though, you know, that it's a sleeper kit because when I remember when I saw it, you have a – I thought – I remember you had a, a a painted version, I think, when I, the last time I met with you and we were at the show. Uh, it was probably – man, I don't know if it was – were you down at Timonium last fall? Yeah. I was. I remember yeah, seeing it. Right yeah. Across yeah, I remember seeing it there and I remember the – whole show. And I remember seeing it the uh, at the at the show over in Altoona. I remember yep. seeing this one, yeah. and you you have yeah. that painted model up out there, and you know, a sleeper is the right word because it's a, it's a small but really like it's one of those focal point on a waterfront because it's just so dilapidated looking. You can't help but look, you know, check it out. Exactly, yeah, he, exactly. Yeah, right, he was right small, I remember now. He was teasing us the whole time, and he was yeah, right. I watched you guys work. Yeah, I watched you guys work for two days. Yeah. <laughs> You and Dan Raymond. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That was the last show Danny and I did. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's the last show yeah. a lot of us did. Uh huh. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, it I know you know, one of the one of the out of everything bad comes good and I think you know, one of the good things that we're seeing coming out of this is that a lot of us are, a lot of the folks are staying home, they're modeling, they're modeling a lot more. There's than they some ever did. awesome models coming out now or awesome work coming out from a lot of modelers. Yeah, yeah. So I mean that's a you know, that's a real positive sign. Hopefully when it goes when this goes by, the people will continue to, you know, work with their you know, artistic abilities and create uh, I think it's but, gonna be a big boost for this. I think it's already been a big boost for modeling. Uh and and, and and model road rating. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you got more time. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you hate to talk good about something so sad, but I mean, you know, we gotta, we gotta look for the good, we gotta look for the rainbow at the end of the storm. And absolutely. And, and, you know, I mean, it's, it's probably the, one of the safest things that we can be doing is it does kill all my time. When I am home yeah. now, I do. I am going to. I have been work back. You know, I have been doing work since it all started. I've been going to the office, but then I work in a small office with just a few people, and we're very yeah. spread out. 
But um, yep. as far as a lot of time, I still have been spending quite a bit of time at home, like on weekends where we, my wife and I would go out here and we'd go do this and we'd go do that, and you know, or in the evenings uh, when I got out of work. Um, and and not so much now anymore at all because uh, now I just stay home and I, you know, I find time at my bench and, yeah. and yeah. I know Brett and everybody else does too. Um, so yeah, it does make a, a, a lot of difference for us. So yeah, it certainly does. I, it's good. I mean, so it's a, it's good. I mean, it's a it's wonderful a positive, thing. Like and, you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it you mentally know, it, really it mentally keeps your mind off of all the bad. So yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It is. That's right. That's right. I get to the point now. The only news I watch now is uh, my local weather news station. <laughs> I just I won't turn it on. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I I, I want to get out of my shop and yep. just do my thing. do some work. We we, we yeah we we kind of took the summer off here. You know we just we filled orders. We didn't come up with a lot of new stuff. Uh, well, we did. We came up with a couple of nice new things. We came up with the breakwater. We came up with a little tugboat. By the way, that tugboat also comes with a barge. It's oh. the combination. That's a heck of a combination. It comes with the uh, the barge. Uh, I think for ten dollars more, you get the barge. There's three different ways that kit's offered. It's offered as a as a full hull, the the tug itself, and then tug and barge. Wow! On that nice. on that little tug that I that we sent you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So getting back to that, that's a that's a great that's a great little kit. Yes. And, uh, yeah, and we do have other stuff. He, Brent's, uh, got go ahead. To, Brent's got to take photos of that and put it up on uh, for all of our listeners to see as he's building it. Uh, so I'm great. sure we're gonna great. we're gonna do that. So for sure, oh, that'd be great. Definitely, that, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah, that would be that would be. Uh, we did a mailer sure. on that. We we very seldom do mailers. We sent out a, I think a couple about fifteen hundred emails. And we did well with it. We did very well when we released it. But it's just, you know, it's it's price right and it's not stupidly expensive. It's but it's an easy bill, so it's going to be a good hit. Right. And people will enjoy it. We do have uh, we do have some stuff on the bench we're working on. We're working on an ice house. I'm I'm working on developing the tugboat Franklin, mm-hmm. which is a steam tug out of St. Lawrence Seaway back in the 40s and 30s. Got a canal barge I'm working on and a clam shack and few new structures and one of my customers sent me some photographs of the JB O'Brien, which is a little steam freighter. Great little kit. It may be the next kit I release. It's a great little kit. And, uh, <laughs> uh, we have, you know, there's a lot of good fun stuff on the dock. And hey, one of the things I want to share is, uh, did you guys ever look at David McKillen's waterfront? On the, on the, I am not online? familiar now. No, I'm not. I have not yeah, seen that. Yeah, just it's M C K I L L E N as waterfront. He he's got some great some great eye. He he basically what I think he's doing is he's taking photographs of uh, dioramas and, and and layouts and just sharing them. You know, oh. but basically waterfront. There's quite a bit in there, and I I look at that for inspiration. Now, does he uh, have a website or is it a Facebook page or? Uh. I can email you the connection I have. My wife's Nancy sent it to me in an email. Yeah. I and I can mail I can email it to you. That would be great. And, We'd love that. Yeah. We, if we would uh Yeah, I'd like to we, check that what out. What we could do is we could share that on the show notes so people could check it out. That would be awesome. Yeah, David yeah. McKillen. Yeah. yeah. You want to go over this uh 
Hey, the bottom line on this Mod Podge. Yes, yeah, let's, let's let's dig into the Mod Podge. Let's talk about water and and how you guys make the water. Well, we've always used Mod Podge. I I learned that from Dave Rary. I mean, uh, so I don't do a lot of dioramas, but I do little ones, and I use a Mod Podge. But this stuff is terrible now for us. It's water. <laughs> it's about fifty percent diluted. I think. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, I talked. I called Dave today, and I was talking. Dave, have you got an answer for this thing yet? And he says, "No." He says, "The only thing you can do is take a uh, a wide brush and very carefully uh, drag it across the Mod Podge to get the air out, but it doesn't take it all out." So the newer Mod Podge that's coming out was what you're trying to tell. So our listeners are uh, are aware is because it's thinned out, it's it's causing more bubbles and such. Correct? Yep. Yeah. Plus, okay. it's not. It, plus, it's uh, it's 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 not setting. It's not setting as well. No, I agree. It's yeah. It's 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 just become very liquid. I've had now. I've had. I don't know if you've done dealt with this or Dave, Dave might have have dealt with this either. But I've been having issues where sometimes it'll dry. I'm putting it on no different than I used to. But it'll dry yeah. foggy sometimes, like really foggy. Yeah. It'll dry. Yeah. Uh, it'll it takes way longer to dry than it used to, and yeah. um, and like you said, you get a lot of bubbles. So yeah. um, there was the last time. In fact, the front corner here, my layout last weekend, I had to actually paint over my wave texture and put a new layer of Mod Podge down because it dried. I didn't put it down any thicker than normal. It just dried so foggy and it and it wasn't dull but it looked like it was still kind of wet underneath even though it wasn't yeah yeah that's too bad you know that's too bad because it was good stuff yeah it was it was quick and easy to do you open it up throw it down put four or five coats down and walk away and it was good yep but uh but i you know i just i just in talking to dave i said oh dave what's the answer he says well he says you got to go back to jim elster he says it's scenic express and you know buy his his water products and there's nothing wrong with those. Right. Uh, so, so that's what I'm probably going to do. I'm going to just go to Scenic Express and and uh, see right. what you know, see what's available there. This other stuff, I, I, see, I don't want to go. I don't. I personally don't want to use the chemicals. I want the I want the water products. Right. The, right. The, the, the water based product. Sure. And, and uh, so that's what and Scenic Express has that. Yeah. Scenic Express does make that, so they they supply it. Cool. So we'll have to look I'll into do. that too. Yeah, yeah. So that you know, that's so if that helps anybody out there, that's good. You know, that's wonderful. But uh, so well, that's good to know because I didn't know that there was there was such issues or other people were well, having issues like we were. You saw, you know, I think you saw right. when you came down here that Mod Podge layer was like it. It was one hundred percent. I mean, it was cured for a couple of weeks, and it still just had that like foggy, bubbly look. And it was right. I'd never run into that before. And yeah. this most recent jug of Mod Podge I bought just was not working the same as I had had it worked, you know, as it had worked previously on the old sectional layout a few years ago. So, yeah, I, I've I've noticed it, and it was not very happy with that result. Yeah, I was thinking for myself, I where I don't do large, you know, large areas. I, when, when I make a, a when I do a little modular, it's it might be twelve by twelve inches. Mm-hmm. And I'm putting a little water around the outside, so I was thinking of trying a uh, uh, caulking compound. It's, it comes out white, but it turns clear, mm-hmm. huh. and it's it 
it's good because it, it's one of the best in the market that I could find because it works on uh, it, it'll 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 adhere to uh, pressure treated lumber. And oh, really? I, I have a yeah, I have a greenhouse and I have a pressure treated lumber foundation, and the greenhouse comes up off the foundation, and the in you know so I parked along the base and you know it's holding it's holding well and this stuff just. It doesn't dry fast. It takes a long time to dry. I say long time. It probably takes about eight hours. Well, in my basement, it would take three days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. But it, but it gives you time to move it around, I noticed. Okay, and so it's more I'm gonna, forgiving. I'm going to try it. Yeah, I'm going to try it. I'm going to just try, buy a tube and, Is you it know, silicone? Like Is it silicone? Yeah, it's a, it's a silicone. I'm pretty right. sure it's silicone. It's down in the shop. I can... I can yeah. I'll tell you what it was, but it's the only one I could find that does work with treated lumber. Huh. Yeah. But I did note I did notice that the setting time was a lot longer than others. I'm saying, you know, maybe I can use this for water. Right. Uh, give it a shot because the color is in the base anyway. We don't put the color in the water. You right. Know? So, yeah. So anyway, go try that. Try yeah, that's that. that's always good. We've had good luck too with um, using like gloss gel medium. Uh, it's also water based. They Liquitex makes. Yeah, it. it's a it's a Liquitex they, product. It's it's not okay. It's not cheap. It's expensive you know, as hell though. Yeah, exactly. You better have coupons at the craft store because it's really? going to cost you. Yeah. But, yeah. The the larger yeah. jug of it's like twenty five bucks, yeah. and the small and jug's like thirteen. Big. But and the large isn't even big. No, it's not yeah. like it's yeah. not like Mod Podge where you can get a gallon of it for twelve ninety nine. Yeah. 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 Yeah, right. Um, I don't know. Since we've had a lot of different, get, I want to get, get the paint a minute. You know, and I, and when you're doing a boat, right? Uh, when I build a boat, I, there's only like four basic colors that I use. I use uh, blue. I use white, black, uh, gray. That's what maybe red, uh, burnt red. Uh, we don't. There's not a lot of. It's not like you don't have a lot of colors in, in 90% of the structure. Right. Right. And, and what, and what I found was that we used to use this paint that's now no longer manufactured and it was a good paint and it, and it smelled and it, you know, it was good to breathe and all that <laughs> uh, being facetious here. Uh, I finally found what I think is the answer that sticks really great to resin is uh, an automotive primer called Dupli color. Oh yeah. And, I've seen that. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I just want people to know that if you're working with resin and you're working on boats, you get your grays, your blacks, uh, you know, you got your high gloss, you got your low gloss. That dupli color is a great, great primer finish. I use it for finish paint. Now that's as well. that's something you could pick up at like an auto parts store, right? Yeah, I go in and I order it. If they don't have it, I just I, I know the numbers I want, and they'll get it. You know, in a couple of days they'll have it. The nice part about the Dupli color is it's not just a paint and a primer, but it's a filler as well. Okay. So it does it does hide a lot of flaws that you might have in resin. Uh, okay. So that so that's one of the good parts about it. That is and cool. The, yeah, the paint the can will say primer filler, or it'll say primer. Right. I tend to buy the primer filler most of the time. So. Thought I'd share that. Nice. Yeah, that's and, a great. Uh, no, that's a great. Can we? Tip. So can we? Actually, let's expand upon that real quick before you know we get too far into anything else. And we have we do before we wrap up, we do have a couple questions from some of our listeners. But I wanted to get into that. So you brought up something interesting about you know 
you know, common colors or common ways that you would normally do up a boat. So can you kind of yep. expand upon, uh, you know, you, you did talk about your, your common uh, normal colors, but is there, when you're painting a boat, is there usually a, a pretty safe standard for people who might not know as much about, you know, nautical models that they'd be pretty safe with going with, whether it's, you know, weathering, paint types, um, painting detail parts, stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, as far as, as far as, okay, as far as what colors do you use the most? Yeah. Um, I think primer gray is, I'll go through twice as many primer gray cans as I will anything else. And, and the reason I do that is because I primer gray just about everything. And then I'll spray on top of that a finished color. So, but, uh, and I don't necessarily let the primer gray, let's say I'm doing a dirty boat, a boat that's worked. Um, I'll spray the, uh, let's talk about the hull. We're talking about the hull now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll spray the hull with primer gray before that, before that primer gray is totally set. Let's say within an hour, I'll go back and I might spray that hull with a white mm-hmm. and let the primer gray come through a little bit. It'll come through. Ah. So I'm, so I'm giving, I'm giving a, an aging effect to that primer, that white now. Okay. Then I, so I've done two, I got my primer and I got my white on top of it, but it's aged. Yeah, then what I'll do idea. is, I'll, yeah, then what I'll do is I'll tape that off. I've gone, so I've, yeah, I've used gray and I've used white. Okay. Now I'm going to tape off the top of that hull and I'm going to paint the water line on the bottom of the hull. That's going to be either a black, a blue, or a red. That's probably where it's going to be. I mean, that's it. You know, I'm not yeah. going to use any other colors. I mean, I can. That covers about every boat that there is. Uh, so, so I'm really, I'm really <laughs> down on my color now. Now I do my superstructure. I do the same thing. I, I spray paint. I spray paint it the gray. And I, then I go in and I spray paint it white, but the same thing happened. But if I want to put a tint on that wall now, say I want the, the superstructure to be a tan, mm-hmm. I will go back with acrylics now, Americanas or, you know, whatever acrylics. And I will now lay the, 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 the uh, brush, brush on the, the final colors and let it wash over it. Uh, so, uh, that's about it. Then I, then the only the other thing I do is when I'm going to finish a boat up is I always, I always dust it with chalk. Uh, and, uh, and I always bring everything together with, uh, not what's that? Uh, dull coat. Dull coat. Right. Right. All right. I use Tester's dull coat to save everything that's solid that I want to keep on the surface. So now I'm going to, I'm going to ask you a question that might, might contradict what we just heard a little, but I'm, I'm interested to hear this. So what, what is it about tugboats? You, you've, you've done a lot of tugboats and you said that you use a lot of whites, grays, uh, you know, a couple greens, more neutral tones. Why is it that yep. it seems that tugboats are always a little bit more vibrant color or the red, a lot of reds? The red. Yeah, they're red. The red or green. Yeah. Red, green. Uh, very seldom do you see a white one. Okay. Very seldom. Green and green and red. I mean, 
is really they call it black black holes. It's just very interesting, yep. Yep. you know, uh, as you holes. go through these boats that you've done, and I, I I know you spend a lot of time looking up, you know, colors, and and you you do look at a lot of historical photos of these boats. It's interesting that you know the tugs are always a little bit more vibrant and a little more uh, colorful, and I'm wondering, you know, it's got to be intentional. I don't, you know, I don't. Um, because that's what I, I, I don't know whether you're asking whether that's how do I do it or that I just think that's the way tugs are. Oh no no I I, always, I was wondering yeah. not I wasn't asking why you did it I was wondering if you know, yeah. I was wondering reason I was wondering if you've seen a pattern where tugs are always just a little bit you know they're they're different. Oh yeah I think it's an elite society <laughs> those boats sparkling. You know I I think it's it's like any it's it's. I'm not saying that they're more important than the fishermen because that's not true at all. Right. But the guys that, that the guys that own these tugs, they they keep those tugs ship shape. It's almost like a of, it's almost like a fire a fire truck where they always have it shiny. It's nice and bright and ready yeah. to go. And they they you know the firefighters take pride in their in their in their their fire trucks Absolutely. and and it's almost that's like that with a tugboat. You're saying that's yeah. That's exactly a good analogy. That's a good analogy. Yeah. It, they, you know, they, they're talking millions of dollars for these tugs and they, they, they have the responsibility of dealing with millions of dollars of other ships. Right. You yeah. Know, and, and, you know, and, uh, everything they do is going to be perfect. Right. So the mentality on that tug is perfect. They're all not, the time. they're not only responsible for their millions of dollars in a boat. They're responsible for the millions of dollars of the, of whatever they are that they're pulling and moving around. It, Exactly. It's tough to get a job on a tug. You know, you got to know what you're doing. Huh. I have a friend that just retired. He just retired from the from the Navy. He worked on a tug for I think forty thirty years. Wow. And and uh, you know he can tell you stories that you know that are just overwhelming. The deals that the, the, the typical situations that these tugs find themselves in. Huh. And everything is it's like it's like it's quick decisions. Quick, quick, quick. Right. And you have to know what you're doing. You know the engine room has got to be in, in, in tune with the, you know, with with the navigator and the captain, and mm-hmm. and uh, everything is precise. So that's the attitude, and that's the type of people that work on them. And I think that's the reason those boats look like way they look. Yeah, yeah. I just found that's it. Cool. I just found it interesting that I, you know, we were talking about colors for boats, and <clears throat> and and it's the opposite for tugboats, which is pretty cool. Right. And yeah. I think yeah. I think a lot of people need to understand here too. Um, if you're not familiar with Seaport Model Works, uh, when you get, when you buy one of these boat kits, okay, and I I bought a few now, um, and what you get with them with the directions, uh, besides the fact that these directions are very very impeccably done in my opinion, uh, you right. do a great job with the directions on them, and Thank you. The, the neat thing about them is you get a history lesson generally on that boat not a big giant long history lesson but one that tells you a little bit about this boat and then you also get all the nautical it's not like the parts aren't numbered one two three a b c double a you know none of that crap it these these parts are numbered of course but they're also labeled so it he right. gives you the nautical term for that part when you're putting it on so as you're building right. I, I didn't know anything about boats. So as I was building <laughs> yeah. my first one, I built that one uh, that was the um, the sardine um, buyback. Sardine carrier. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. The, yeah, Great. the buyback. Yeah. Yep. And, yep. And, and when I built that, um, I, I, I talked about it last time we had you on the show, too. But it, 
I learned something on every step. I was learning yeah. about the different parts, and it was neat because you know they were they were given their actual terms, and and I love that part. The other yeah. the other cool thing about it is these uh, they 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 are there's a purpose to how it's all put together. It's explained in the directions, but it's also that that little history. I know that it's been researched, and I know this yeah. is an actual boat. It's not just somebody put together a model that looks like a boat. This is a boat that is actually had it has some type of a purpose, and and all your boats are like that. All your all your kits are like that. I love it. Yeah. It's 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 yeah. one of the truly cool cool features of your kits. Yeah, that's right. Thank you, thank you, thank you yep. very much. Yeah, I appreciate that. By the way, I, I just want to expand on on what just what you said a little bit. We just came out with a new website. And it was a, about two and a half year long nightmare getting it done, and we we finally got it done. We're just so it was we're very very pleased with it. But what we've been able to do, and the reason we came out with a new website was primarily so we could be more interactive in the website with the customer mm-hmm. and with the modeler. So it, in, on the front page of that website, you go down now on the on the home page, and there are. There are, categ- there, are categ- there are categories down the bottom. Mm-hmm. One of them says uh, modeling notes and info. Yep, I'm looking at it. And it says kit preps and important note, nautical glass returns, painting and finishing. This is, this is the information that appears used to appear on all of our kits. Uh, nautical glass returns. Yes. So you don't need to buy a kit to learn all this stuff. If you want to go and you want to build your own boat from scratch... Yep. There's, there's information here that would be of help to you. Right. Um, uh, painting and finishing, we're, we're giving you some information on that. Kit prep and important notes. Uh, that is so cool. That is yeah. really, really well done. Yeah. I, so, I love that. You, that's, you know, when I built that other boat before, we didn't have a lot of this stuff on there. Now it does. This yeah. is so cool. Yeah. So I think what we're trying to do is just make it easier so people have fun. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's and, the name uh, of the game. That's what. That's what. Yeah, yeah. And, now uh, I got, I got two questions. When you're done, when you're done, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I just you, you you mentioned the modelers gallery on the website. Yes. And uh, you know that's something to go and look at. If mm-hmm. yeah, I don't care if you buy a kit from me or not, go and look at that because that's a lot of wonderful modeling done by a lot of great modelers over the past. 20-something sure years. It sure is. And, and, uh, and you you go there to watch. If people go there and check out the gallery, you are going to be inspired and want to build one, trust me, when you see all the <laughs> really well-done models on there. Um, yeah. Now, one of, the, one of the things that's really cool about, about Seaport Model Works as well is, like he was saying, if you decide you're going to do, do your own boat and not one of the kits, or if you are going to build a kit – and you want to expand on it and buy some extra detailed parts, or if you're going to jazz up your waterfront, that there are lots and lots, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds probably, of different detailed parts that you can order through Seaport Model Works that will, you know, extra parts for, you know, your nautical parts for the boats, uh, but you got anchors and you got... Uh, clam buckets and all kinds of jazz that you can put on boats. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also you have um, uh, 
stuff for your for the docks or the waterfront where you had the right. bullwork. I, I, they call bullards. Bullards, bullocks. Yeah, bullocks. Okay, yeah. Bits. Yeah, they have whatever, all that stuff you where you tie it. your boat off onto. Yeah. You know, the yeah. cleats, all of it. And, uh, yeah. you know, that stuff's not easy to find. Though. You're not just going to find that in your normal hobby shop. You know, you're going right. to you're gonna have to go check this out. And, and if you want to really give details to your waterfront, the, this, this guy's got all the, all the little detail parts, man. This is the way to do it. Um, yeah. I know that we've ordered some detail parts in the past from you, and they've really jazzed up a lot of our, especially at first dock that we built. Well, the, I'm sorry, the first waterfront um, harbor that we had, we had done. And uh, that was you know, awesome stuff. And, and like I said, I have stuff I haven't even built yet or painted yet. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's super, super cool. That's the first thing I wanted to say. The second thing I have a question is my brother um, wants to get into modeling a no modeling boots. No. Uh, okay, yes. And he, we were talking about it tonight because I told him we were going to have Bruce on the show. We were on the phone uh, about five o'clock tonight, and I, and I was. He wants to do modeling of the boats, like the the actual model boats, like the structures. Now, yep. I know you don't handle those. I mean, these are. I know you don't sell that. All, I don't believe, right? I think What's I that? asked you this before, like the wooden boats that you had to be building. Uh, people build. I I know you see them on places like Micromark and stuff like that, where the people actual build the wood boots where they had to, you know, wood by piece by piece on the wood. Board by board. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah not yeah. I mean, I don't know. I no, we, we don't, we don't, we don't know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> That's right. I know. I, I, I know, know it's exactly what you're I talking know you about. Don't, I know where to get, I, I know where to get them though. Where do you get them? Because I got to tell him cause he wants to go by, he wants to go try it. I don't think well, he's going to, I don't think he's going to finish it. I know my brother, um, I think it'll end up at my house, and I'll be ended up doing it. But, <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think probably uh, one of the best in, in the United States, anyway. One of the best modeling companies, model companies. I'm not talking in the model railroad industry now. Yeah, sure. It, we're, yeah. It's a totally different market. Yeah, we um, went down a rabbit hole here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, is Blue Jacket Shipcrafters in Searsport, Maine? Blue Jacket, Blue Jacket ship ship crafters in CS Fort Maine. I mean, I would buy. I own several of his kits, okay. and uh, uh, they have they they are categoric that are categorized as level deck decky commodore captain in terms of the complications and building it nice. type oh, okay, of thing. Good. So, like, he'd be looking for something that might be... Yeah, he, know, this is a know, guy who can't draw a stick figure. <laughs> yeah, and they can tell... And, and they'll tell you, they're good people. They'll, they'll uh, you know, if he talks to them and they'll tell them, well, what's the good boat for you to start with? Because what you're basically... When you're doing these models, you're doing plank on frame is what they call it. Okay. Uh, you're actually laying the planks. The curvature of the planking is 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 really... The, the name of the game and deep deep heavy curves are not for the not for the guy the first time around. So yeah. they're going to probably sell him something like a Swampscott Dory to do, right? Which, okay, which is really an awesome kit, and he can do that. Okay, uh, so I so that's what I would tell him to go to. Blue I'm going to definitely do it. I wrote it down. I'm going to tell him about that. 
Yeah. And I don't want to talk bad yeah. about my brother. I'm just saying he, this is a guy when we were. He jumps he, a lot of hobbies. Yeah, he could. Yeah, and uh, he uh, he uh, he couldn't draw a stick figure when we were kids. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying. He was a jock. Yeah. We were both jocks, yeah. actually. But he was, uh, yeah, he was super jock. So, great. Um, anyhow, um, but that's great. That's good to know. I mean, we, we have expanded since we had you on the show. We've expanded ourselves. And we, yes, of course, our first love is structure building and model railroading and that type of thing. Okay, but we right. have also grown now into we're we're stepping into different types of modeling because I think it all helps and lends to the. Uh, the craft that we that we all do it you know it helps in every aspect we learn different things and right. um so that's that's something that's you know uh i wouldn't mind i, I maybe at some point i wouldn't mind trying that from you said you do that you do some of those building are those bo- are those boats ships yeah 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 uh, yeah. See, yeah see that's that'd be cool to try that so yeah but yeah anyhow we do we di- we dive Will we say that? We uh, digress. Digress. So we, um, yes, I'm sorry about that. But those were some questions I wanted to ask you here before we got on to our listener questions. Brett, you got the listener questions in front of you? I do. All right. All right. We, uh, Bruce, since the last time you had you on the show. I don't think we did this with him. No, we didn't do this. No, you didn't do this. Now, this. This part I gotta be nervous about, right? No, no, we, it's easy. There's it's easy. <laughs> these are a bunch of good. These are a bunch of good guys. They have. They, yeah. they ask some really good questions. Right. But, All right, Greg. Go but, ahead. But none yeah. of them. None of them will ever be. You know, make you be put on the spot. Yeah, the night before, right. I always ask. The night before, I ask them if they have any questions. I put it on Facebook, and then they list it. I tell them who's going to be on, and then they. So they've come up with some questions for you here tonight. Super. Super. Go ahead, Brett. All right. Here we go. So for anyone interested, if you join our Overtime at the Bench um, Facebook group page, you can submit a question for one of our guests on the show. Or if it's just us, you can ask us a question on a random night. But first one is from Paul Stewart. What boats would, would Bruce love to turn out into kits if size was no object? If size was no object, yes. Um, I pro- I probably want to go with a uh, tramp steamer. Okay. Uh, that would probably be my first. I'm, I'm talking steamer now. Back in the you know, back in the early days. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm. I don't. I think probably that would be the that would be the first thing I'd want to do. Uh, I think coming out with. Uh, this tug foundation that I've been working on for about six years, that would be a very, that would be a very, very large boat. And it's one of the reasons why I haven't come out with it. So a, an, an offshore tug, offshore tugboat would be right. one that, that I would want to do. Uh, and then the, probably the third thing would be the Liberty ship. You know, a good, a good, a good Liberty ship. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. What's your I, you know, favorite? What's your favorite boat? What's your favorite ship or boat? My my favorite type of boat? Yeah, yeah. What What do you like the most of all? Not just necessarily building, but just to see them or or to look at the photos of them, or maybe to build them. But what's your favorite type? Uh, dirty old New England fishing boats, commercial fishing <laughs> boats. I'm serious. You know they got so they cool. got 
they got cockpits that are upside down. They got pilot houses that I lean them to the side. Uh, when I was a kid, we used to hang around the docks and I mean, those boats were so bad. You'd, you'd spit at them and they'd sink, you know, it was, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and the guys that were working them, you know, they were crusty old guys with sometimes foul mouths and, you know, it was yeah. just a, the seagulls flying and the, the fish flying. They used to actually throw the fish up in the docks when I was a kid and they'd, shovel them into boxes and they didn't oh, have boy. any winches. So yeah. I don't know, so, but and, uh, and they, just, just, they did whatever they had to do to keep it going, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then they, and they get up early the next morning and they put, they turn the thing on, you know, turn the engine on and the big puffers black smoke would come and they'd head out. And they, you could just say <laughs> puff, 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 puff out of the harbor. Cool. And uh, unfortunately a lot of them never came back. And you know, and there's, uh, there is some great writings on, uh, the, the great you know, the great fishing boats out of Gloucester and New England. And I, and I recommend anybody. They, there's been two publications that have come out on the, fi- the, the fishing draggers out of, out of New England. Uh, one is an update from the original and it, the update is very clear on the loss of the ships in, right. in that period of time. And, uh, I'd be more than willing to you know share that if anybody gave me a call, and wanted to know more about those books. Uh, but that's, those are the dirty old workhorses. There's still a lot of them in New England. There's still a lot of them here, but not like, not like when I was a kid. I see this is why I like having him on Brett is because he gives you history. I'm a history freak. So when, when I yep. talk to you and I listen to you tell the stories, I said, this, this it's, it, I love it because you had that passion for this and, uh, and it shows. And that's what I was trying to talk about earlier with your kids. The passion is there. You give all the details. You give the the glossary. You give the uh, the the you know the history of the boat. When you buy the boat, it's not like you just get the boat. Um, but it it's uh, it's awesome. I love the fact that you are that passionate about your craft. You know, ah, uh, great, great, yeah. yeah. Well, but, I know. I it's it's uh it's it's been a one. You know, I I I just got to tell you. I mean, I'm. I've been blessed to be able to do this. I mean, it's, I get, I, I, it isn't the money. It's, we're just so lucky to be able to do it. Right. Yeah. Uh, sure. you know, just like you, you're just like what you guys are doing. Yeah. You know, we're blessed. Yeah. I love and, it. Uh, I mean, it's just, yeah. it's a great thing. I mean, we do, you know, we're not making any money. We just, we, <laughs> we just do it because we love to do it. And, and, uh, we like having everybody out with, uh, my wife just brought me a homemade gingerbread cookie. Ooh. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, wow, great. <laughs> it'll great. Go great with my beer. So it's, yeah. uh, <laughs> but you know, I, we, you're right. We're blessed that we can, we, all of us, uh, well, even, you know, the milers out there listening we, to be able to have the, the, uh, the, to be able to have a place where you can actually build your models yeah. and enjoy this. This is awesome. All right. Well, Hey, yeah. we have a few more questions for you and yes. I just want to get through yeah. them here quickly. Um, yeah. this one is from Brian Thompson, a long, long time listener. Um, Actually, it's more of a it's more of a shout out and a question. So he's only built one of his products, this lighthouse, which is the I don't dad my dad can pronounce it better than I can. Uh, Brazilian, yeah, it's the one my dad just bought. Um, and he built he did a great job with it. By the way, he put a picture up on our Facebook uh, group oh, comments. Oh, I saw that picture. To he, he did an awesome job with it. Yep. And he said it was a blast. So that was a great shout out to you. And it was uh, he wants to build more from Good. you. 
but would love to know what you have on the drawing board. Now, we're not asking you to spill the beans on anything you're working on, but um, you know, do you kind of have a little bit of a plan with what you're working on here in the future? Yeah, I do. As far as buildings, I mean, as far as structure kits, um, I've got an ice house that that I've been working on for quite a while. Um, I've got a, a little clam shack, a retail <laughs> clam shack, or a you know, waterfront clam shack. Um, but I think the thing is, the, the most exciting ones I have are, are some structures out of a specific harbor in Maine, and they're fishing, they're fishing buildings on a dock. And I think th- those are the, those are the ones that I'm really excited about coming out with. Probably not going to have those for another year or so. Okay. Right. But, right. but they are, they, they are just, when you see them, you, when you see them in real life, you just, you got to stop and look at them. Right. And, uh, so that's going to be, those will be fishing sheds on docks in down East Maine. Okay. Uh, that's just, that's for structure houses, for structures, there's, there's three or four other structures that are sitting on the bench down there, and what happens is I might get down there and I might grab one of those and go with it. Okay. It, you know, it depends. It depends on where my where my interest. Whatever is. you're feeling so, on, whatever you're feeling that day, right? Yeah, you got it. And then it becomes a kit. Yeah, I mean, it's, and as far as the boats are concerned, I like I say, there's a canal barge. It's a gasoline barge that came out of the Great Lakes down into New York, and I'm working on that one. Uh, Hopefully they'll come out. The Franklin, Tug Franklin, and then another, another, then another small steam, uh, flat top, solid top uh, freighter, little little freighter. Um, but again, there's there's a uh, little baby schooner hull on my bench. Look, I look at it every day, and it, it it would be the same kind of kit as this new tugboat we came out with. It would be a, a low cost, quick kit to build yeah right. i'm thinking maybe i'm gonna pop that one out okay because <laughs> <laughs> uh that would be a, a fun kit to do uh you know it's, uh the schooners uh did not get thrown away when they stopped sailing you know a lot of times they just took the, the second mast the third or fourth mast down and they put engines on them and put a put a cabin house on a, a deck house on them and they became fishing boats nice oh. so yeah, so just because you know, people think of schooners, oh, the schooners go way back. There's still schooners in the water today fishing. Okay, uh, they're just they're modified schooners. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, very so cool. This would be that kind of a thing. Uh, so that's what we're that's what we're coming out with. So okay. I knew you were going to ask that question. So I went down south today, and I, <laughs> I, you know, I said, "What am I? What do I got?" I said, Bruce, what do you got? I, I don't. You knew know. us I, well. I, I you knew it. us well. <laughs> now, now, Bruce, are you familiar with the uh, the metal or rock band Iron Maiden? They've been around for a while. Uh, I'm a Jerome Kern guy. Okay. And- you know, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. It's okay if you aren't. It's okay if you. I was listening to Frank Sinatra today. So hey. It's okay. Yeah. It's yeah. okay if you yeah. aren't. There's a guy. Uh, Matt Prope said he read your name wrong at first on the question that my dad posted, and he uh, thought you were Bruce Dickinson from the metal band Iron Maiden. And uh, I just had to get a laugh out of that. I just thought it was funny. Uh, we are not interviewing any. We're not interviewing any rock stars tonight. No, I mean no, you're a rock no. star in the boat industry, star, though. Man. Yeah, he is a rock star in the modeling yeah. industry. You are, but no metal, no metal band uh, right. members. Right. All right, exactly. this one is, is also right? this one's also from Brian Thompson. He said I should also mention that he went Brian 
went to high school in Hampton, New Hampshire, which is where um, I guess you know you're you're from that area. That's uh, right. He, he said when I kind of high school. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I hope this gets me some alumni discounts. So maybe maybe we, I don't know if there's a local <laughs> discount or not, but uh, it's just a funny comment. Um, tell him to call me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he knows the area well. Uh, we'll this, find out what year he graduated. Yeah, he probably graduated <laughs> with my daughters. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, this one is from Chris Galvin. Uh, do you have any plans to model any more Gulf Coast shrimp boats? We need two or three more for our port. Our 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 area on our club layout. Okay, um, you know it's interesting. That's about the third time I've heard that question. That we're going to come out with additional shrimpers. Uh, and so that might be telling me to do something. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I, I guess, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I got to do some research on that. Cause like I say, this is not the first time I've heard that question at the moment. The answer is no. Okay. But, but, uh, I do have to do some research into that. Okay. No, that's a yeah. good, that's I, a good, I, it's a good, it's, it's a good sign because, um, when I did when I did the dragger lines, which are western and eastern draggers, uh, for the east coast, I, what I found well, I did I did a dragger, and then I sold that dragger for quite a while, and then I said I'm going to do something different, and I and I did a second dragger, uh, totally different, and and we ended up selling to the same customers who bought the first dragger because they wanted the diversification in their layout, mm. so. But I, but I, but it's easier for me to do that than it will be shrimpers because I'm, I'm more aware of, of what draggers are. I'm not that well aware of what shrimpers are. Gotcha. I, I, I don't, I don't have a background in shrimping, so. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I hope well, that answers like the question. To, looks like you're gonna have to dig out the books. And yeah, study up yeah. there, man. Phone it up. <laughs> well, plus, yeah, plus you got to get the car and drive down south and and uh, get the step on the boats and look them and smell them and touch them and you know. And, and that's what eat we enjoy them. doing. So. And eat them. Yeah. Well, you have yeah, to. You yeah. have to have some shrimp while you're down there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Nancy and I went clamming last weekend. We go out to clamming flats, get our clams. You know, and that's a dirty, dirty process. We come home, man. You, you know, you've been somewhere. You get the shower real quick. I'll tell you but, what, uh, though. There's nothing better. We did that when I went to the beach with my in-laws uh, a couple years ago, and there's nothing better than, um, you know, coming back with your your clams you got and having a clam bake and having a couple beers, having some you know oh, yeah. having some clams, a big old bowl of butter, and you're ready to go. Oh, it's awesome. It's just you know, it's, it's what a life. It really is. What a life. I'm not jealous we at all. Saying we, yeah, we don't mind jealous. our shells. <laughs> I, I, we just crush. We crush the shells up and give them to the chickens because we have chickens. There you so. go. <laughs> they, I don't know. They get the calcium out of them. I guess. Yeah, who knows? They're chickens. So, they'll eat. They'll eat pretty much anything you throw at them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This one is our last question, and this one's actually pretty pretty interesting because my. You know, my dad and I just purchased a 3D printer that I have in the basement here. So, um, and and I have my own opinion of it. So I'll I'll give my opinion of it after you give yours. Okay. With the rise of cheap 3D resin printers, what do you see as the future of business who sell detail castings uh, and and other detail and, and and casted kits? Is the impact going to drastically reduce sales, or is it all about pu- pushing forward with even better products? So I want to hear your side of it, and then I'll give you my side of it 
from someone who's kind of a, am- a very amateur with 3D printing? Okay. Um, first of all, I don't know much about 3D printing other than what I see in advertising and you know some conversations I've had with people. Yeah. Um, it's um, there's a company out there that I've been watching what they've been doing, and they've done some really wonderful stuff, especially for the nautical world. Uh, I, it's, I think it's called Shapeways. I'm pretty yeah. Sure. Yep. Okay. And uh, if you go on there, you'll see pilot houses, uh, deck houses, you know, a lot of nautical stuff. It's gorgeous. So here's the problem. Uh, I, I can't put a kit out for $89 that has a $59 pilot house in it. Right. <laughs> so, so you know, it doesn't, doesn't work. Uh, okay, so that's on, the, that's, on the, that's on the far end of the, the spectrum. Let's go back to the small things like, like uh, cleats and little things that are, you know, nickel and dime items. They're not nickel and dime when they're done in that process. And the production at this point is not there. So I can get a spin caster to spin cast out hundreds of cleats in, a, in, a, in under an hour. Right. You know, and I, I can't get that from a 3D printer. So, I'll, um, Okay, that's kind of my attitude right now is I don't, I'm not technically capable of, of drawing. Yeah. Uh, so I would say I'm a little bit afraid of it. Uh, it means I got to pay somebody to do my drawings for me. So oh, yeah, true. do you want to, do you want to know my side of it here real quick? Yes, I do. This is, so I went to school for, I, I mean, I went, I'm, I was, I'm very well versed in CAD programs and I went to school for it. And, um, you know, initially when I was going to school outside of high school, I was trying to become, you know, a drafting. I was going into drafting in architectural or mechanical design. Yep. Yep. And even though I have that background, I still find a, the challenge with creating highly detailed small parts on a 3D printer that we bought. Uh, I've been t- tinkering around with it, but at that point, if it's going to take me an entire evening or two or three evenings to do something, well, hell, I'd rather just pay fifty dollars. And get a complete kit rather than spend two or three weeks trying to do it on my own and waste half my time tinkering yeah. around with it as an amateur three D printer. Which yeah. don't get me wrong, okay? There's a it's there's cool. a there, there's a there's a market of three D printing people who are out there who are yep. phenomenal designers. They know what they're doing. Those people were never going to buy those kits because they can they knew they could make them on their own. Those were already not right. your customers. They weren't any of these other kit manufacturers' customers because they knew they could do it on right. their own. But the vast, right. but with the with the lower cost of three D printers that are now available, which one of them we did pick up. I mean, I'll be blatantly obvious. I mean, I'll be blatantly yeah. o- honest with it. We picked up one, but still, even with my skill level and my time that I have available, I would much rather yep. just pay for someone to do it for me and ship me a kit, and. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, and 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 the more affordable three D printing becomes for people, doesn't mean that people are going to get better at design work. So right. they're gonna they're gonna still rely on the people who are better at design work who can make the kits. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, they, that's right. I mean, hopefully they'll have their place, and hopefully we'll have ours. Yeah, right. Because uh, to me, honestly, personally, I like getting, I like buying a kit. 
like like we do here at Seaport Model Works, or if we go to Fosco Models, or we go to yep. Carolina Craftsman Kits. I like that yep. because I am building it, and I am the one yep. taking the challenge to put this together, and a lot of our modelers are. Now, I do see right. a benefit for 3D printing where we can make – Brett made some downspouts that we could put on the side of the buildings. So we would yep. buy your kits, but we would add these details, details that we printed yeah. out. Yeah, onto it yeah, that's to enhance fantastic. it. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah. really cool. But it doesn't take yeah. a lot of skill to do this. I don't. I don't ever see it one hundred percent replacing the yeah. the the mass because so I to, don't want it to. So I to do be able to build it myself. So to do what you do and you do it to do what a lot of the other guests who we've had on the show who are also kit manufacturers do also takes a little bit of there's artistry involved with it. You yeah. know, there's there's a there's an eye for. You can look at what you need to make, Bruce, when you're building a yeah. boat or you're doing a structure or you're working on whatever you are. And, and, and the same goes with all the other kit manufacturers that we've interviewed. There's an eye for right. that design that obviously a vast majority of people don't have. Right. And right. that's why they buy right. kits. That's why they buy stuff that's pre-designed. Um, right. That's a good point. That's and a good point. I just so don't, they, so if you think, I don't yeah. see it being a mass um, you know, exodus of the – of the kit manufacturers in the world because you still right. need that you still need that expertise in that in that design right in either whether it's boats or buildings or detail parts or whatever it is there still needs to be someone there to to know how to properly make those parts right right yep absolutely absolutely well i you know i i i i'm not against progress and i think it's a wonderful thing that they do have 3d printing and i'm not saying i wouldn't use it i i'd like to see 3D printing become uh, more active in HO figures. Yeah, yeah, Action, that would be you know, people figures. Man, if I could, if I could print people, man, that'd be killer. <laughs> We're gonna have a guy on here in December uh, from Mini Prints um, coming up here in the next couple of weeks. He's out of Canada and he does 3D printing of. Uh, and I don't know if he, he hasn't done. I don't think he stepped into the figures yet, but he is doing animals and wildlife yep. and things like that, and it. I don't know if you've seen his work. It's phenomenal. Um, What's the name of the company? It, it's it's um, Mini Prints. Mini Prints, okay. Yes. And Dave Kruiswick. I don't know if you know Dave. Um, yeah, Dave, Dave, the name, yeah, the name rings a bell. Yeah, yeah Dave Kruiswick is a great modeler, and he does a lot. He does all the directions and stuff for, for Carolina Craftsman Kits. And, uh, and yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but Dave uh, is wanted to introduce us to him, and we are going to have that gentleman on. And he does 3D printing, but he does 3D printing of, of, of. Uh, I I have a funny feeling we'll see him get into that, uh, the yeah. uh, creating the, the figures. figure. Yes, yes. Yeah. that would be yeah, huge. So it, it would be. It would be. You know, uh, there's only. In, I think in the in my in my spectrum, I can only find two packages. Of maritime figures, yeah, is in the world. Prizers, and they both yep. they're both made by Prizer. One is the dock people, and the other one is the ship's crew. Yep, I, I, you know, and I mean that's amazing that somebody that there isn't you know thirty or forty Four. different uh, you know maritime figures. I mean, yeah. two thirds of the earth is water. I mean, what's going on here? Yeah, they uh, need to, there know. needs to be more of that. Yes, definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean that would be a great thing, and I I know there's a guy in down in Rhode Island I visited 
four, five, six, six years ago, I went down with Brian Bollinger and we did a, this is this guy, 3, 3D printer. And Brian did try, I think, some O-scale figures with him. And right. I don't know how Brian made out with that. I don't, I don't know. I don't think it became a big thing. Right. I'm not sure the quality was what Brian was looking for. Sure. But, uh, well, uh, this but guy, Bernard, uh, this guy's name is Bernard Helen, and we're going to have him on the show. And if you ever go to his website, Mini Prints, and check it out, Bruce, I recommend just go, just go, go to Mini Prints and check it out. It's on, I think you'd have to look it up on Facebook and, and just look it up in the search and you'll find it. But it's got, um, he's got, like small woodland animals and you zoom in on them and it's phenomenal detail. And, that's um, great. Uh, that's and, right. and so if he can do that with an animal, he can definitely do some figures. So yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, we're gonna absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You tell and him another I'll aspect from might them. be vehicles. Um, vehicles may be another option too. I mean, I know yeah. there's, I like the Sylvan kits myself, but yep. there's only so many vehicle companies out there, so it might not be a, another might be another great avenue to look at too. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. Josh Barrett, I think, sold his company to to somebody, and I guess he's just they're still being made. I guess the stuff that George was doing, but actually, you know, you're right. Jordan is gone, and and uh, it, yeah. the little competition would be good out there. Wouldn't bother Claire because Claire's going from Silver is going to do what he wants to do. He's oh, got yeah, great yeah. stuff. Sure, that's great stuff. So absolutely, yeah. I got a whole drawer full that I haven't even done yet. I mean, I'm little, yeah. literally twenty cars in there I haven't done, and I got to get on yeah. them. But yeah, his stuff yeah. is really nice. So yeah, yeah. But yeah. so, is there any more questions, Brett? No, that wraps up our questions from the listeners. So. Okay. But yeah, we hey. uh, wow, we covered a lot of ground. We've been on for an hour and forty minutes. Definitely. Wow. Yeah. And, hey, uh, one thing I want to before you go, I sure. want to tell you no, we no, were talking not... about you. You asked about what boat I would that I like, and I said yes. I like the old dirty fishing boats. The uh, the name of the book, and I want people to know this, is called White Tips White Tipped Orange Mass. Yeah. White Tipped Orange Mass. Okay. By Peter Pybot. Peter is no longer with us, but he was a he was a great writer. He did two books. It's Gloucester Fishing Draggers. And get one of the two, and it's a phenomenal amount of information and photographs in there, in, in these books. If you can get both books, like I said, one book is at one date, and then, say, 10 years later, they did another book, another book, and they showed the demise of the, of the freighters, of, the, of, the, of the, you know, the, the fishing boats. But that's the name of the book, and that's the author, and Gloucester Fishing Draggers by Peter Breipart. White tipped orange mass. I recommend you get it. What was his name again? Peter what? Prybot. It's P R Y B O T. Awesome. I will put that in the show notes for sure. Yeah. I think my All favorite right. boat of your boots, uh, your ships, <laughs> um, are. I love. I do like this. The one steamer you have, at the seventy-seven foot uh, converted uh, men hand and Hayden steamer. Yep. That's yeah, a cool one, yeah. and I and I love the uh, the dragger, the fifty one uh, Western rig dragger. I think it's yeah. really, really super cool. They're my, they're yeah. two of my favorites in your in your thing. I love That's seeing good those. At all. Yeah, yeah, they are good. Those are two good ones. They really are. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah. But um, oh, that's great. Well, we know it's getting late, 
and we're early to bed people, I guess, because uh, we all got to get rolling. But um, we yep. enjoyed having you on and sharing a lot of good times. And hopefully we're all going to get together here uh, again. We'll be able to do this again soon and, and get to some shows together uh, when they start them up again. Hopefully uh, yep. we'll pray. Yep. We'll pray that that's soon. And yep. um, and uh, of course, we'd like to have you on the show sooner. You were on show episode 25 and we waited the 155 to get our good buddy Bruce on again. <laughs> and we'd like to do that much sooner than what we just did. So right. um, if you would be willing, we'd like to get you on. Maybe uh, maybe this spring or summer we could get you on again if you're into it. Sounds good. Sounds good. I, I appreciate what you guys are doing <laughs> for this industry. I really do. Well, well thank you. you. Are... Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are doing a lot for the industry. Keep it up. Well, we appreciate it. We we just do it for fun, anyways, because it's just such an awesome thing to do, and I I enjoy connecting with everybody. and And like you had mentioned earlier, Bruce, there's so many people that are doing so much more now. I think since we're all at home, it's one of, one of the beautiful things that came out of this entire year. Um, yeah, more people yeah, are just there. More people are extending their modeling capabilities because they have so much more time at home to do so. And and it's yeah. fun to see what. Even even people that follow our podcast have been posting more progress on their builds, and and we we've watched it improve over the years. And and not that we're not taking any credit for it at all. We we never would. Uh, but it's neat to connect people with the right information to do so. So it's it, it's a yeah. it's a great it's a great time, and we enjoy it. So and and Good. I think the community, people like yourself, uh, all the other manufacturers out there that we have on, and the other awesome modelers and our our listeners it's a it's a really cool community where we can all everybody gets along and they help each other out it's like no other hobby we've talked about this many times it's like no other hobby that we've been involved with that shares and helps and is willing to expand other people's knowledge and accept and learn from each other as well no matter how good you are this is this is some of the most wonderful people uh, in 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 any type of hobby industry uh, that you're, you got it. That, and I think it's just awesome. And and you're yeah. one of those awesome people. So we and we appreciate that. Thank you. I, I agree with you, but thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Okay, All right, Bruce. Awesome. Well, you have yourself a good night. We're going to sign off, and uh, yeah, you, we you wish guys have you a great a happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. You do the same, yep. and Merry Christmas and New Year's to you, too, sir. You, too. All right. Thank Thanks, you. Talk to you later. Thanks again. Right. right.